good people. What up, what up? Pull up a chair, join us at the Hip Hop Round Table. Yeah, yeah. And this is lightweight feeling like uh, like old times again. It's, I feel like it's been a minute we didn't have, since we didn't have the, the proper microphone, oh, at yeah, least two of us, you know, together in the same spot. This is, this is, this is starting to feel like uh, we actually back to the podcast. I agree, man. I don't know what to do. I don't know the one to have court or pass it to LeBron. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are before even even before introductions um so no, let, let saying, me let saying, me get to, to it do. that's all i'm welcome, 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 welcome back people welcome back. who is who is who uh before we start taking shots can we do that please uh landon hill on the mic uh with these two good brothers even though you know even though shots will be thrown they are still good brothers nonetheless uh to my left, who you who you see already taking that early shot? Uh, no, no pun intended. Or no um, shot at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, M O M. They call him M O M, aka Mind of Mylan, aka Mylan Drake. Uh, what, what's happening with you, sir? Oh man, you know, just, uh, I'm, I'm in. I'm on the court and in the building, man. Trying to say these kids. <laughs> He's so shot ready. He can. He don't even have a spill together. To, no, I'm just trying to say these kids, man. I mean. Teach them the right way. <laughs> Teach them the things that they should do and not do. I was showing a lot of footage and NBA players and whatnot. But anyway, man, uh, just happy to be recording with you brothers back to back. I'm, I lost my voice a little bit. Yeah, bro, I could tell I was going to ask, brother, what's going yeah, on with your voice, brother? I'm just going to point to this. This cat's not even a Warriors fan and he lost his voice. Just a little bit. Come on, just a little bit, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 in the streets and in the building trying to save these kids with with the voice or no voice. You know what I mean? I feel it, bro. When, when in doubt, run to the half court line. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just... He he's uh, gonna have to forever. Clearly, you all cannot tell. We're recording this the day after Game Three of the uh, of the NBA Finals, so that should tell you everything about this this opening from uh, from MOM. Um, it, who who may have something to contribute to all the shots being thrown? I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But uh, they called him down there in L.A. Y.G. A.K.A. Young Ghost. A.K.A. Young Dev. Uh, what's happening? With I'm, you, I'm I'm only gonna say this one more time. No, <laughs> can you stop opening that up? Ghost my threatening me? Was that a was that a ghost threat? No, it was not. I, the season is coming back, huh? The season's almost back. It's, it's summertime. Season so that means you really going to have to cut it. I will not be associated. Look at you doing the shout-outs already. But now I'm good down here, man. Just, man. Honestly, had a really, really good day to yeah, – as y'all have heard in past episodes, I, I haven't been quite feeling it at work. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. You know what I mean? pretty right now so uh definitely just enjoying that as i said getting on here is definitely always going to be therapy and so uh we're we gonna get on here we're gonna tear it. i have no shots I, I, because of the piece that i have uh i don't know what's going on with mr drake over there maybe being in the streets then got him a lot <laughs> got him riled up <laughs> you know them demons or whatever is chasing him or something <laughs> But as as y'all know, I've been in the building trying to get the secrets, and 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 I think part of my piece is that I've been uh, getting getting some Mario coins up in there, at, 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 if you will. 
You know, Brother, I, what I, secrets <laughs> are you getting for the streets that need that require Mario hey, coins? Hey, I don't I even. Come, when I come back, when I come back to the streets, I, y'all know, y'all know the y'all know the mission. If you go back to past episodes, my my thing changed, but y'all know what I'm out here trying to listen, do, and I'm feeling listen, good about listen, it. So, listen, people, whichever one of you, whoever is in the streets that sent death only, into only the building to get these uh to get these secrets, only the hashtag. Y'all made the wrong choice. I'm gonna just tell you, that. he's been in the building for a long time now. He's come back with nothing. I think he's just, I think he's staying in the building and he's just telling it like he's egging y'all on at this point. <laughs> it's just because clearly. He's not coming back to the streets. Yeah, I, I'm just letting y'all know that. Whatever that, whatever that even means for him at this point, I don't know. Um, but you know, hey, we we still support you, Dev. Hundred percent. We still we we do still support you. Man, we can we can get on with the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro, brother, did you have something, brother? No, I'm just saying, check in, brother. I mean, brother, I'm uh, just, you know, I'm, I'm, like, AKA. Hill Russell, aka eleven plus one, aka many degrees Stop, of separation. I, you know why? Because he's hashtag needs no introduction. He just he hangs the, the degrees on the wall and just you can hear. There's no the degrees that they anywhere. create from there's breaking no, the wind. There's the no room. degrees. The great words. Of, I think Clyde Carson and actually that's, that's the most introduction you're gonna get. A, a story about you. Clyde Carson says. 10 chains on for no reason, but I think the first lyric was 10 degrees no, no, none of this <laughs> around your neck no, none of this for is no true. reason. Just like walking in the building with like 10 degrees. No, like, none of this is true. Why? I, I want you to know, I don't know if there is even a person on this earth who has 10 degrees. That's what we're saying. That's I a, don't. That is our I, point. I, I am not that a person. That is our point. There's nobody that, on this earth done has no one like that's that boy. That's not true. Many people have, have you several of, degrees. Have you heard of Bill Russell? I have. Heard of Bill, <laughs> he has eleven, and I have nowhere near eleven of anything. I I can tell you that much. Uh, but that's that's neither here nor there. Bill uh, Russell in the building, aka Stop Hill, it, brother. Hey, Stop hey. It. Um, we go through this every time, but I don't I don't understand why. Everybody's in denial. Everybody's in denial. Um, I, I, I want to make sure uh, that we let folks know where to get um, this podcast. You can do so at hiphoproundtable.podbean.com. Again, that's hiphoproundtable.podbean.com. Every single episode that we have Every ever, well, not that we've ever recorded, but that we've ever posted. There's still a lot that's kind of tucked oh, away you, in the chamber got, somewhere, but that we have ever posted is uh there you can also go to itunes uh, or to, yeah to um you can search us on itunes um under in the podcast and uh, and look for hip-hop roundtable um i'm not sure why at some point a lot of our older catalog got deleted for some reason and so in it's iTunes. like maybe the last 25 episodes or something like that is up there i don't know why i don't know what happened um but they, but they are up there, nonetheless. Uh, you can get us there. You can also uh, connect with us on Facebook. You search Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast on Instagram. You search at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. Um, or if you want to email us for any reason, uh, HHRT Podcast at gmail.com. So that's uh, all the ways to connect with us and get in touch with us. Um, so with that being said, though, um, I think we're just going to jump into this. So, you know, last week, last time we we uh, we obviously, um, you know, discussed the 
the beef that is uh, Pusha T and Drake, Drake and Pusha T, um, kind of covered that. But um, what we kind of glossed over in the midst of all that is uh, Pusha T's actual album. I think we may have kind of started going into it, but didn't give it a proper uh, HHRT album review like we have some other um, some others, and it's. Uh, I think the consensus is that the album is definitely worth that. So um, we wanted to at least start uh, this episode with uh, with a review of that, and then um, jump into like this new trend that at least one Kanye West is trying to start uh, and see what 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 we all thought. So before we before we get into that second topic, uh, Young Dev, why don't you jump in and and let us know. Um, your thoughts on the Daytona Pusha T's latest release, Daytona, that, that the album. Man, I'm a, I'm gonna go through what happened to me with the, with this album, man. So um I tried to give it a listen, um, but the whole infrared beef situation and just everything that was happening on Twitter, as Landon said last week, just really had my attention so i didn't get a proper you know young dev listen to the album so when i did i definitely i definitely said this is exactly i said push a t album be knocking so if you have any kind of bass whatsoever in your car it's it's it's, it's definitely gonna gonna make some moves and I always said this about Pusha T's flow. It's like, you won't consider him, you know, your top five, but his flow is real easy to, to listen to. It's, it's, it's good for, like, it's like his flow is good for the ears. And, and with the bars he spit, it just really gives a good combination. If you want to talk about flow, delivery, and bars, he, like, marries that like a, a good, like, candy bar or something like that. Like, it's just so balanced to me so hearing all these tracks with the production and you know kanye is was my inspiration in, in production so you already know with him expanding uh what he already did uh as far as i'll say he expanded his sample beat style he kind of like meshed he meshed a lot of his eclectic album production albums and married it with his sample albums and with Push's voice on there, as we already know, he did good on a lot of the good music tracks where everybody was on. Um, his flow was pretty much matching every beat on this on this album. So, and that's how they feel about it too. And and, and watching you know interviews and stuff that we'll talk about, um, he 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 feels that way. And and I and I hear it on that level. So you really kind of had to be a fan of both to see how they both were able to and know, you know, the history of it, Pusha T did his thing on this, on this album. And we'll get into later, like we said, how seven tracks, uh, for me, I feel like, I feel like it made it easier to have a better album. You know what I mean? For the, for the both of them, really, for him and Kanye being seven tracks, it, it, it really made it easier. If it was more, then it would have to live up to more, I would think. So they was able to just kind of get get away with that and making a good album with seven tracks. So that's my thing with the with the uh, with the Daytona album. 
Uh, I had a little different reaction to the album. Um, I thought I do agree with what Dev is saying. Lyrically, he kind of reminds me of, um, I just watched, well, not a documentary, but an unsung on uh, Diggable Planets. And their voices were very melodic, very easy to listen to, went well with the jazz that they brought to hip hop. Um, uh, Clips, Clips, both Malice and uh, Pusha T at the time when they formed Clips. That's how they they were very, voices were very melodic. It wasn't very high pitched. It wasn't very deep. You know, didn't sound like um, Bun B or, you know, too high, like uh, Bow Wow or something. It was just, they were, they were a perfect tone, uh, very easy to listen to. Um, I always say this, I think that's almost the, the issue, that's a problem for, for Pusha T because his voice kind of goes well with anything. And so you don't really feel like the production did anything for his voice as it's not the same as like when snoop was rapping over uh, dr drake beats you felt like yo this this there's no one else that could rap that song i mean oh, there's no one else that could rap over that beat but snoop like it was just perfectly built for him um i almost feel like kanye's production was pre i guess there's the i feel like there was an element missing <clears throat> of the actual executive production of the album. Like Kanye came up with beats and gave them to Pusha and then Pusha just rapped over. That's how it felt. That's what the album felt like to me. Um, as opposed to him getting any guidance from Kanye about what he should and shouldn't do, come in here, just kind of felt like, take this beat. I worked really hard on it. I put some lyrics over. Um, biggest disappointment, I liked it. I did like the album, but the biggest disappointment was, in fact, the seven tracks. I felt like I was like, "What? What is this? An EP? Like, what are you doing?" Like again, Kanye is mad, annoying. B with that. I'm a genius. <laughs> I'm gonna do something that never has been done. So we're gonna we're gonna only make six tracks, and all we're gonna be backwards, and the title is gonna be in in um in a form of like. Ebonic language that was found in the Himalayas map. Like, what, bro? Just, why do you do? Oh my gosh. You're like, I'm a genius. And it's like, you, it's, it, I, I literally heard with every beat, I could hear his voice. <laughs> I'm a genius. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. Look at that. Oh, you see what I did there? It's genius. It's like, you're the opposite of genius if you have to keep saying you're a genius. And you're and you're you're annoying because that's what you're doing. Um, so we had a lot of beat switches and yeah, I was just like, I bet you right there, he was probably like in the studio, like, oh, I did some magnificent. <laughs> did you? Um, but other than that, I, I, I thought I thought I thought Pusha T did a great job. I thought he um, the album was like I said, lyrically he did what he does. Seven tracks didn't give me enough time to really weigh it. So um, it it definitely didn't tell the story to me. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it yeah, that's 
that was huge too. But that's not that's not Pusha T's mo. Like he's, it's just a bunch of rapping. It's not so much of track two leads to track three, and it's a theme. And uh, that's not he's not gonna get down like that. Um. I I guess I'm like kind of somewhere in the middle of y'all too. So I love the album. I thought the album is dope. Um, as much as I don't want to admit it because I'm kind of through with Kanye in general. Um, and I don't, well, I, I need to be careful how I say that. I really do feel like, and I think I mentioned this before, like I feel like dude has just not been the same since his mom died. Um, but I feel like there's been a lot of, and maybe antics isn't the right word, but there's just been a lot of stuff um, that he has done that I just don't agree with. And so I don't necessarily want to support that anymore. It's no different than like, you know, that there's stuff on Facebook where I see people post it and I'm like, well, I'm just not going to like it. Like you can do what you do. I'm just not going to like it. Like I don't want you to think that I support that and, you know, you keep pushing. But so it's, it's, it's similar to that, but I digress. Um, but I, 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 as much as I don't want to admit this because of that, I gotta admit, like I thought the production, at least on most of the songs, were were dope. Like I, I thought, um, and I thought it it wasn't so much that like it's a quintessential Pusha T sound. Um, you know, it it's not the same as like the Dre and Snoop chemistry, so to speak. Um, but I did think that even from the intro, like, if you know, you know, like, yeah, like, I think Pusha had a, I think Pusha knows how to come up with some of those things where it's just like, it's just that raw, real gritty hip hop that you still, there's going to be that part that, you know, folks is going to write, you know, like rap along to or sing along to and grab onto. And then the way that the music forms around it, I I thought blended well. Um, I thought the uh, the the chopping of uh, "Comeback Baby" was amazing. I thought that how that how he did that and the way Pusha comes in on that was dope. Um, I mean, the whole the whole album was very. It was I, I think it was similar to the sound wasn't the same, but um, similar to the last album um, that that Pusha had. Um, I think, uh, like to the, to the prelude, I think that was also, um, both of them very like dark, like real low, you know, like kind of low, slow so, tempo, like beats and all that. But, um, but I think Mylan made a good point, you know, when we were first listening to it, it's like Pusha makes, he, he wants to make his raps like very conversational in a lot of ways. And I think that um, the beats allow for that so that it's like you hear his voice. Like, you know, it's not like like when you Wu-Tang, especially like on the first couple of albums, like it was almost hard to hear them. Like they were, like the tracks were almost over them. Like Pusha is not like that. Pusha's like, I want you to hear every single word. And so, and the music kind of fits that. Um, so I thought it was, yeah. So I thought it was dope. Um, I love, I mean, you know, like I said, if you know, you know, I thought it was incredible. Um, Comeback Baby was dope. Uh, Santeria was just like hard and heavy. 
Um, I don't, this is another thing I don't like to admit necessarily, but for some reason, the combination of Rick Ross and Kanye, especially uh, Kanye, <laughs> Rick Ross, and Pusha T, is like, yeah. it's a great combo. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't like to admit it, but like, Rick Ross on a Kanye beat, There's that, always those are the only times where I'm like, I wouldn't be a Rick Ross fan. If it was Rick Ross and Kanye, <laughs> he comes with it on a on a Kanye beat for some reason. And then like him and Pusha have paired a couple times, like it's um it's very interesting. So um and then there's just like the you know, it's just the ignorant coke rap that for whatever reason, I know I probably sound like a horrible person, but it's that just that I enjoy. Like like when you say interstate traffic's alive, like that's just that just sounds <laughs> You can't say that on a record, bro. Like right, you can't right, endorse right, interstate traffic, right. and it's like, yeah, no, this is no, that's alive and well. Like we, I'm I'm taking this across the border right now. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like there's a certain stuff about it that's just so brash, and I'm just like, hey, like, I, was I like, is I like he it. In trouble for this? <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, like you're really snitching on yourself, dude. Like this is not this is far beyond just a line anymore. Or like you're extremely confident in. <laughs> I got I got the feds in my pocket. I got, <laughs> yeah, like got highway patrol in my pocket. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I just never heard, like I've heard like yeah you know I sold dope. I've never heard, interstate trafficking is alive and well is going on right now. And like whoa, um, yeah we we we've crossed the line now. Like we we right. we've gone too far. Um, so yeah, like and now I will say. Um, well, I guess it, because I, I want to ask this, Miley kind of kind of started to open the door, but but any any other comments about the album before we go on to the length of the album itself um, and, and others potentially? Uh, was there any other comments on the album itself? Y'all wanted to, um, y'all wanted to address nah, highlights say, or anything? I mean, I'll just say that uh, every song I kind of. I kind of uh, sat with individually because, like you said, it doesn't tell a story. So that means you got to see what they were trying to portray in the song. So I just kind of gave every song a good listen. And just like you said, listening for work, Kanye it was, <laughs> oh, oh, you know, I did that on the beat, huh? You know, I like that. <laughs> and then just push it and seeing it was it was funny because um, when watching the interviews, whenever they add Kanye conversations, uh pusher responds not in a way like he's like over me but it's like like my ignorant cousin or something like that like and so you can see you can kind of feel how pusher is rapping over a kanye beat like yeah i know kanye's going ham but i'm gonna rap and i'm gonna tell i'm gonna see how y'all gonna see how i'm doing with his beat and that's what i was getting from most of the tracks was seeing the vibe of pusher and how he was flowing on the beat and then kanye like battling with the position with the production side of like beat switches and all that stuff like it was really interesting so that's that's just how i kind of listened to the album if anybody got that perspective so that was pretty crazy for me yeah i, I think that i think you touched on it i don't know if it was you or i'm pointing no one knows who i'm pointing to i don't know if it was landon or Devin who pointed who brought up the fact that it it wasn't i didn't know what i was supposed to be picking up on Exactly. Like I felt like I was in a movie theater and halfway through the movie, I'm still going, what exactly is going on? Like, I don't hate the movie, but I don't know what I'm watching. Like, is this an action? Like what, what is happening? 
because there was no it, it, again it just it's just it just had this weird energy like i got a guy who can rap you know what it was and i got a guy who can make beats and we're together yeah, like was, even like rhapsody like okay even if i don't if you say oh well you don't like the album but we know clearly what she was doing we know her purpose we know why each song we might even be able to say why each guest was selected like it's just of of all people to have on your album why did you have just rick ross like mm, and he talks about that too. so like, like, you know what i'm saying like it just <laughs> like i'm not i'm not saying that like i'm like oh snap he had he had sci high on there like okay like mm. you know what i'm saying like you know other people and it doesn't have to necessarily be jay-z featuring pusha t like i get that but I don't know. It just it just left me with like okay. I know already knew Pusha T could rap. That's not new information. Mm-hmm. I already knew that on a bad day, Kanye is going to be able to produce a track that's better than DJ Mustard, per se. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it just I already knew that. So no new information has been given. So I, that's what I'm saying. I didn't feel like I got an elevation. I didn't feel like I got a, you know what, with that, that, you know how we like we've been doing with like, with, with J. Cole's album, like every time one drops, we like, yo, like that's, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Or same thing with Kendrick is like, man, I don't know if he does one more like this. And and I'll say He's this the goat. Like I I just don't know what I got. I don't know yeah. what you just served I, me. I, I, I'll say this real quick though before you go that and this and I, this is not a downgrade, but it's kind of, it's like this is what it is. It's kind of like they did a mixtape, but called it an album. Yeah, you know, kinda, like that kind of blend, that kind of energy, feels, like that, that, that the energy wasn't. Like but what you hear in mixtape versus an album is pretty much just the quality. It's just yeah. the album, and so this was album quality. But if you want to talk about the vibe and how the kind of the the collab went, it it went very mixtape instead of just like Pusha T's out. But like you said, it's not a Pusha T sound because I, I I really like the blend. But as far as like what I'm trying to explain with Mylan's feeling, you know, that's what, kind of what I, I guess I could label it. Yeah, I mean, I I think um, when I listened to it, and I don't know if he actually said it on one of the tracks or if there were. There was something though that I think kind of personified it, which would not persona, that's not the word, but that that kind of contextualized it for me at least, which because it's it's not a um it's definitely not like a J. Cole album where there's a very clear theme, or like even a Kendrick album where there's a very clear theme throughout, right? In in terms of like there seem to be very uh like you can make you could take it and make a movie out of it. Like that's not what this is. But I do think that um I think it was just about like luxury drug dealing rap. Like that's what it like that's what it was. And I think it's a little bit different. Like it, there's there's a lot of I mean he Pusha does a lot of that in general. And so we we know that he can do that. But I think from albums past there was a little bit more in terms of like, we got more introspection from Pusha T than we usually do. Um, some of it wasn't so much like the luxury part, but it was just like, hey, like I'm, I'm just a kingpin. But like, this was, Daytona is, 
yeah, I mean, I, and I didn't even notice until he started doing like interviews and stuff like that, but like, because I'm not a baller like that. But Daytona's like, I guess, a Rolex. And so the whole thing was supposed to be like, I had time to like really craft this album. But again, like, that's part of the luxury. So, like, when you think about like the games we play and like the stuff he's talking about, like being on the condo, you know, a condo elevator with like, you know, models or whatever, and like going like the whole thing is like this kind of this luxury, like this luxury drug dealing rap is like how I, that's kind of how I understood it. So like even the, you know, you think about the, like the title of hard piano, like if you and I, like I just think about like you have a piano sitting somewhere in a loft somewhere. Like that's the, like that's how I see it. Um, You know, Santeria is like, yeah, you out somewhere. Like the song is really dark and like that's even like a more kind of deep and like personal song. But like, I think the, you know, some of the feeling is like, yeah, you off away somewhere. Like, you not in the States no more. You know what I mean? It's like, it's that type of no, thing. I never so, all that. Yeah. that's the, like, even if you know, you know, it's like, yo, only certain people know about this. You know what I mean? Like, you either know it or you don't. It's, but yeah, like, I, I get, that's, that's I the vibe that, that I got. I get that, but I feel like the game was told and not sold. Like, so you didn't give me that. You talked about it a lot. Give me your mm-hmm. interviews or like, yeah, 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 you know, so deep. Like, like it was like post, again, it's a lot of post or pre-talk mm-hmm. that that's what I did like from Johnny, uh, Kanye. Like college dropout, I didn't need you to give me a prequel or a, a bunch of interviews. Like if I just picked it up, Southern mm-hmm. Playerlistic, like when the album came out, it wasn't obviously produced by Kanye, but just in general, like, I get it. I'm in Atlanta. Mm. Like, I get it. Like, I feel it. I don't, it's, I mean, for lack of better, you know, no pun intended, it was almost like production-wise, we don't believe you. You need more people. Like, I believe Pusher, but you didn't take, again, I feel like it was two separate things. It was like, oh, I got these these tracks. Mm. You wrap your, your, your luxurious, your luxury, you know, crack hop over it, and we're good. Mm. Versus, so what do you, so like, what, what do you want to go for on this song? Like, man, I just really want to like, like something that's just good to be played. Like I've heard even people, like when, when J. Cole was doing a production, like he was like, I would produce the album and then go listen to it in the car mm-hmm. so that I would know, nah, the snare's not loud enough because I want you to feel it when you're in the back. So like mm-hmm. that. I don't know that Kanye did. He's like, no, nah, I just been working in the studio for 17 days straight. Mm-hmm. And then I produced this great track. I put mm-hmm. opera with Beethoven. <laughs> like, okay, dog, it's good. You know what I mean? The beat is I, you know, no, it's genius. Mm-hmm. Rap over it. Go. <laughs> well, and you're, and you're not crazy because again, although I like, I, although I really like the production, Busha has said, he was like, basically he had the album done like it was finished it was completed and he took it to kanye and basically kanye was like i think i could do all these beats better myself and like took it and like redid it now i what i'm not clear on is whether or not kanye did the beats and then like they just laid the verses that pusha already had over them or if he was like yeah, that's all cool, but I'm going to redo these beats and then I need you to like re-record and like the lyrics were done over. That I'm not clear on, but Pusha has definitely like publicly said like, yeah, no, the album was done. Yeah. 
And when yeah. I took it to Kanye, yeah. he was like, I'm I'm redoing all of these. That's what and I'm then saying. they also had a like, like his ignorant cousin. Yeah, I mean he, he, had, he said that and he was like, and he said he had eleven tracks. And so yeah. the fact that it got shaved to seven means that Kanye couldn't come up with four more beats and I was like, <laughs> Well, uh, it, it wasn't that. It wasn't that, but nah, it, I, I mean this is no, I mean, but so this the is the fact that he had 11 ready and they were negotiating from the interview that I was watching with Funk. Yeah, so what he was, so, so what they said was that, and this is actually, this is kind of the, the next segment is, or the next question for y'all is, so at least from my understanding, Pusha went to him with the album, kind of was like, yeah, I'm gonna redo it. And they basically were trying to figure out, like, they were discussing how long the album was gonna be. And Pusha was not happy with seven albums, but Kanye was like, no, I do seven albums, you know, people are basically like, and I don't remember exactly what he said, but basically it's like people don't have time to like sit with like long albums anymore. So we should shorten it. Um, And so they ended up doing seven albums and Pusha was a little concerned at first, but then he felt like after doing so, like, you know, oh no, like we we got everything across. Now again, he might just be saying that because like, what are you gonna say? Like the album's out. Like if you'd be like, nah, I'm mad at Kanye. I want three more albums, like F good music. Like right. you're, not gonna, you're not gonna do that. So I don't know to what extent is like he really is good with it versus like he wishes there were other tracks on there. But that was essentially the premise was that Kanye was like, nah, people are moving, like people don't have time to sit with like longer albums, so let's shorten it. Nah, and so then all of the like Every release now that Kanye is doing, I know Pusha, his, I think uh, Tiana Taylor, Helm and Kid Cudi, and and even Nas, supposedly, are all going to be seven tracks. So I want to know from y'all, like, what do y'all think about that trend? Is that something that you actually like? I mean, Milan has already alluded to the fact that, more than alluded, Milan has already stated (laughs) that you don't, but you, you could talk more about that. Um, but yeah, like, like, what are y'all thoughts on, on seven track or, or very much shorter albums? I, I pretty much, um, I'll say it like this, that it's kind of made easier to give good tracks within one album. Part of an album is endurance, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like when we can talk about you know albums and when we've been critiquing them and the fact that there's reviews out there when you go to review an album some people talk about how long it is or you know people talk about the endurance of it um yeah i heard his singles but then after the singles the other song you know what i mean these could be all singles except for two <laughs> mm-hmm. people can have five you know three videos and two radios you know so the fact that that is, it makes it easier. So if you want to put this album up for something, then, you know, you already off top of the, on the rubric, it's just going to get knocked down. So that's how I'll say with that. But as far as listening, I, I will admit, I like to hear an album that is seven and I can hear every single thing because like you said, you know, um, real people, real hip hop listeners will, take time to listen to a whole album, but it's definitely easier to listen to a seven track album is what I'll say. And so that is what was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like I was able to just boom, get it. And now, and I can say, I like it and I can say, I don't, but that's kind of like how mixtapes are too. So 
you know, you can't do that either. But and then I don't want people to take mixtape as far as low quality. This is definitely a high quality album, and that's what I love. But mixtape, as far as like, you know, what it's for the, the length in which you can go, it's a lot more free lance lancing you can do with a mixtape, pretty much. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, I'm like 85%, you know, I don't, I don't like it, but then there's that 15% that's like, you know, part of me liked it just because of how I was able to listen to it and I was able to, you know, enjoy it. But if we were going to put it up for something now, it's going to be hard to, so. I don't I don't like it. I think it's catering to a millennialistic attention span or something. I I don't I don't to me it sounds like a like James Baldwin saying I didn't make a I had four more chapters I wanted to put in the book but I didn't do it cuz you know people don't like to read. Well if you don't like to read you're not a reader. You you don't you don't read. That's fine. If you don't like to listen to 12 or 13, whenever I see an album and it has 20, 18 to 20 tracks, I'm excited. I'm counting like, oh, it ain't really 18 to 20 because he got like four skits and at two intros, you know, intro and outro and four skits. But I'm like, no, give me 18 albums. Give me 18 songs. Give me a double CD. Now, what I don't like is, I won't name artists, that there are some people who do double CDs and it's not well thought out. It's just a bunch of music and that can be, you can, your, your, your hip hop, your hip hop critical analysis ear can be um, overwhelmed and over exaggerated, um, saturated with just a bunch of songs. But, um that's that's very true <laughs> yeah you know i mean it's just that can happen but i also preferred it to know that your album like <clears throat> there are some people who do it perfectly and there's some people who need a little effort a little need to work harder to give you 18 tracks um <clears throat> and i think it shows with some people um i i, I like i was i just stopped my sentence but i like i would like to know that your album, that you put real effort into this album. Sci High, No Dope on Sundays, I don't feel like it was too short, nor do I feel like it was, I probably felt like it was too short, actually, if I'm honest. I probably felt like- Really? Yeah, I probably was like, man, I could have used some more music. Yeah, I thought it was long. I mean, not, not in a bad way. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I liked it, and maybe when I got to the end, it was like, oh man, I, I could have used a couple more tracks. But I don't feel like, he shorted me. Like I feel like seven tracks is shorting me. I, I'm really trying not to be at a, upset at Black Thought and Night Wonder for five tracks. It was an EP though. I don't. They care. called it an EP. Don't do it. Finish it. Go back. <laughs> don't come out into your. <laughs> that one was dope too. That EP was amazing. Yeah, don't come out to your. It was. No, it that was. EP is amazing. It is. They I actually. Think. I th I think that was supposed to be one of three. By the way. Okay, well, I believe. I need all three back to back. I don't. I don't know what you got to do. I just. I just need it all together. So that's um, true. Because then I was happy about the, that it was three coming out. So I was like, oh, okay, we are gonna get more. But 
So my maybe you just made Mylon happy, Landon. That's man. That first was I can't remember. It was the first or second it was, choice. It was oh, second. Black M-O-M was ready snapped. to attack. It was the second. Yeah, time. that second. Oh man, he went hard body. Um, I actually lean. I, I lean kind of on with with Dev on this. Um, of course. You do. Well, because I do agree, I a hundred percent agree with you that I think that it's playing into kind of this like short attention span, like of the, there seems to be with the current or the, you know, most recent generation, like a shorter attention span with regards to um, sitting with music, like listening, you know, how long things get, uh, get spins, all that type of stuff. It's kind of like this instantaneous thing. And so I do believe that it's playing to that. And you know, for that sad. reason, I'm huh? so sad that we forgot about J Cole's album already as far as like, yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think that, I think okay. that definitely happens. Like, and so I, I don't like that trend and I don't necessarily like, that people are catering to that trend um because it's 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 almost one of those things where like i'm scared that like where i mean and, and again i'm guilty of this too so i'm not just saying it's just like young people but especially for young folks who who don't know a time without it like where you can sit in a room with people and literally not talk to them because you're only in your phone like i'm scared that there's going to be some loss of like interpersonal skills like this is almost like a loss of being able to sit through yeah. entire album so i don't like i don't like that however if i'm being completely honest with myself to dev's point the way like my lifestyle now versus just even five or seven years ago is drastically different so right. it, it actually takes me way longer to get through a full album it takes me way longer to even be able to like sit down and find the time to like listen to an album partially because I'm married and I got a kid. So finding the time to like, my wife and I don't always listen to the same music. She don't, she ain't gonna care about a, you know, Royce album dropped. I had to like really find time to like listen to that. Cause she's not just gonna want to sit up at 10 o'clock at night and listen like to Royce. Like, and that album is long as ever. Like, and it's a dope album, but it's super long. Um, and so I have a little bit more leeway when I'm like, hey, babe. Can I like in the house if we there and I know I'm not gonna have any alone time for you know a few days, like yo, can I listen to this album is seven songs? Like and Pusha T is known enough where she's like, Yeah, cool. But I'm like, can I listen to this hour and a half long album with skits and everything? She probably gonna be like, No, like, I don't like she wouldn't say no, but it's like she doesn't want to listen to that, right? Like, and so or just driving to and from work, like if I'm praying in the car, whatever, that's going to be less time that I have to like actually just get through a whole album. And so a push the album I can get through and it'll, by the time I'm at, when I'm at my destination, at least I got through a whole body of work. I'm not trying to pick back up or like, you know, then the flow is off or the album, whatever. So I understand. Explaining the struggle. Yeah. Like I get it. Like, and, and, and to, to some degree, I liked I like that when I put this Push T album on, I know that I will likely get through the whole album and I'm not kind of <coughs> gonna be stuck you're in not, the middle. But, you, but that's the thing, but, you're not getting through a whole album, you're just getting through seven songs. No, but that, but that's also, but, but and here's the other, and I'm not, I, I am not advocating for this format. Let me be very clear. If I had to choose the lesser of two evils, 
I think the lesser two years is having a longer album, right? Like I, I, I do think that. But I also know that what typically ends up happening is that for the most part, we'll get albums and a lot of them will say, yo, this album is great. It's amazing. But three or four months go by and then you list, you start listening. You're like, uh, I could skip this song. Uh, I could skip this song. I, and then a 12 track album becomes maybe an eight to nine track album. So we're not that much further from what we were in the beginning. Now, and I mean, let's not forget, like I'm an Illmatic guy. Like Illmatic was mm-hmm. nine tracks. Like it was really nine tracks. Now I had this argument with, with our good friend, Charles, because when we were having this conversation, I was like, I don't like the seven tracks. I was like, I get it. It actually fits my lifestyle, but I don't like the seven tracks. He's like, Illmatic was nine. I was like, yes, nine, not seven. Like I, so again, I get it. I'm not arguing for the seven tracks, but at the same time, we're not, this is not that far off from what I think if we actually went through albums and, and we were honest with ourselves, like how many of these songs in each album would you skip? We probably looking at an average of like nine songs that like everybody's like, yeah, I'm playing all nine of these songs every time I listen to this album. Like if, if we're being honest. Sometimes is, especially when a lot of time has gone by, you like to listen to them in sequential order. So you're not skipping through, like especially those albums where it's like, oh, I, I can't skip because like some of them have skits and you know if it's been a lot of time you'll go back and listen to every single track so it's not like you're out here just skipping a bunch of tracks if you have it on heavy rotation then yeah that's when you're doing most of your skipping but once some time has gone by what makes an album an album is that you can go put it back on and get the story again seven tracks but see i think but that i, I think that's only yeah. if you really get in a full so like i think we're we are in a we're almost kind of like in an era where there is the trend of like being very thematic but like, if we go back to, you know, like albums of the '90s, we like it's not like that. It's not full themes like big. Like recently, Kendrick has done it. Cole has done it. Crit has done it. Um, you know, like the folks that I think to, like they have very thematic albums, like stories. Like even yeah, I mean, but like uh, um, I think to some degree, uh, Rhapsody has done it, but others like, I really like the Sky Zoo album that came out. That's not a thematic album. It, like there's songs that I could skip and the album itself doesn't lose any weight to me. And again, it's not even that those songs are whack. And I, I tend to listen to that album all the way through. But if I'm being very honest, I could go out and pick like certain songs. And I'm like, I'm bumping this every time. And others like, maybe I'm not. Like I even was just listening to Victory Lap today by, by Nipsey Hussle. If I'm being honest, a song like Sucker Proof, I'm like, I could skip it. I listen to it just because I tend, that's just tend, that's how I tend to listen to albums. But I could skip over Sucker Proof. I could probably even skip real big, like the very last song. I could probably skip over, uh, there's like at least one other song. There's others where I'm always going to play. Like I'm always going to play Last Time That I Checked. Like I'm always going to play Dedication. I'm always going to play Blue Laces 2. But then other songs, I'm like, uh, I can do without. Like, and it's okay, you know what I mean? But you got it in your rotation. Now let some time go by, and you're like, oh man, Victory Lap when he started talking about, you know, how he basically just put it, put all of, you know, funds in his health or built enough, you know, leverage to go pair up. And like, I need to hear this whole album and get the vibe. And then you're gonna listen to the whole album. You're not gonna skip tracks. Yeah, but but a shorter album just means that you you have the full body of work it in less songs. Well, my, my case was that that seven track album is not going to 
uh, be able to be put up against a longer album that's great like that. That gives but you, Illmatic that is gives two you songs good. more, and it's the it's, it's, to me it's the greatest rap album that was ever created. Part part of reviews is you know finding a good balance in length, and he just so happened to find a good balance in length on the Illmatic. Yeah, no, so. I think that, look again. I'm not. That's the difference. Again, the production was premier folks like that sitting down with Nas and was like, all right, let me figure out how, how do I best serve you as the artist? But but what does that have to do with the length of the album? Because the, if it's, if you're giving me. Because Premier didn't have any choice on the length of the album. But I'm saying if you're giving me nine tracks, again, I, I started off by saying, I don't believe you. You need more people. I believe Nas. I believe those nine tracks, that's all it took for him to make me a believer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many songs, minus skits, I don't know how many tracks um, Doggy Style was with by Snoop. I believe it. Mm-hmm. What, I got the vibe, like, yo, this dude is nice. Yo, he's, man, this production is ridiculous. Kendrick, Good Kid, Mad City, which I know is a long album. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many tracks it was, but I, be- I mm-hmm. bought in. You can't sell... There are some, there are some hats with short brims, and there are some church hats that take up the entire front pew. I just need to believe you when you rock it. Mm-hmm. If you gonna rock that hat, I need to be a believer. You can't put on every hat and say that it, they all should look the same, fit the same. That's not, that's not how it goes. These seven tracks were. I, I also feel like what Dev was saying. Like for all I know, these seven tracks were for, were taken out of randomly pulled out of thirty tracks and just thrown into. I don't think it was that though. I do. I don't. I don't it, it wasn't. It, 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 it's not that. No. no. The, the, the from, message, from the way Landon was explaining it, it was like a Kanye takeover. <laughs> like. Yeah, it, was but it wasn't. It wasn't a random. I'm pulling. It was but like I mean, Kanye I'm was taking these and reconstructing it, and these are the seven yeah. best. That's horrible. How is that? I mean, again, I'm not a fan, but I also think that there are often many albums where there's wasted space too. Yeah, there there may be, but this we're specifically think, talking I about this Bush album of seven album, and Kanye was, wanted to give he wanted to put like a bit he he made it a business album pretty much. He he made it. How is it going? Like I, I know, I I can still I can still give you pusher in seven tracks, and, and if I, if he would have just been pusher, then we would have got your typical pusher album. And we'd be like, oh, that's nice. But then Kanye was like, nah, let me make it seven. Nah, let me let me add this production because I want them to feel this vibe or something. You gonna you gonna get some new fans here. You know what I mean? You gonna you gonna basically because this album is what debuting right now, top three or something like that right now. So yeah, which is great. I, I mean, Pusha T ain't never been at the top of the like that. I think Kanye tried to doctor it up and make it a business move or something like that. Yeah, it, it just it didn't feel. But and I'm not saying that in a bad way because I'm not with Mylon on saying it didn't feel because I definitely feel the album because I said in seven tracks I can definitely digest it. Pusha got. A, what he did and um so i love the feeling of the album but as far as mylon with the seven tracks that's that's what he's saying he 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 felt like he didn't get an album 
Yeah. I mean, I, I will agree with you all. I don't like the intentionally cutting tracks for the sake of cutting it. I I just am. Um, I do also believe that it is possible to have a shorter yet complete album. Um, and it's very possible again. I, and I don't know, obviously none of us know we haven't heard these tracks, but I think it's very possible that he could have put three extra tracks on there. And those would have been the three where I was like, mm, I'm good. I can do without it. I mean, even on his, um, like on his first album, uh, his first solo album, uh, my name is my name. Like that song with a uh, Kelly price where he did like the whole mace flow. Like I could do without that. I could do without that song. Um, the song with two chains, the who I am. I didn't really like that song. I can do it without that. That cuts it down to nine already. I mean, it's just, you know, again, I so I, I just say that to say because I don't know what the songs were, I don't like that because Kanye was stuck on seven, that there could have been potentially amazing songs that fit on there that could have made it longer, which I wholeheartedly would have accepted. I'm just also saying I do think that there's another reality where those songs would have been on there and they wouldn't have fit anyway. And we would have just been like, well, I'm just skipping over it. And I like these seven songs that's on the album. I think both of those are very, I think both of those are very realistic. Um, but I do, I definitely hear y'all. Again, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to advocate for seven you songs. You are advocating for seven. I'm not. I'm just saying there's a, there, there is an alternative reality. Is that a real thing? Can there be an alternative reality? In the Matrix, yes. There you go, brother. In the Matrix. Um, but yeah, but I, but I do hear you. I don't like the intentionally because I think that just puts people on like super short attention span, like forces us into that. And my attention span is already getting a lot worse. I do actually have to force myself. I listened to the J. Cole album again the other day. Just to force myself too. That's why I listened to the Nifty Hustle again too. I'm like, let me go through the albums that actually dropped this year. You know why? Exactly. You're too busy chasing. Uh, so, okay, see, <laughs> see, I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even open that up. Um, it just is for, for how for how much he's itching to shoot shots today. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, yeah, that that might just be a good ending point because Violin is just <laughs> he's gonna try to go there. Uh, I mean, do y'all got anything else on on either of these uh, topics before we? This might be a just like the Pusha T album. This might be a shorter uh, episode, <laughs> but you learning. Just, just, just. I think my only other thing would be. I think the energy around the beef between Drake and Pusha T also created this. It didn't. It doesn't have the same. I don't want to just say Pac Biggie, but it doesn't have the same. Remember when Kanye and 50 were kind of, it wasn't beef, it mm -hmm. was a friendly competition. Mm -hmm. Like my album, I'll put my album out the same mm -hmm. day as yours. We see who sells more or whatever. It doesn't have that. Like Pusha T's album dropped and I don't feel like the beef tracks, the diss tracks that were released, I don't feel like it helped him get 2.5 million more in sales. Like, I think it got more attention on it to people. But that's what I'm saying. But I feel like it was, it was, it was, it was, it was almost, it was almost like more people looking away from the album to look at the diss tracks. Like, okay, there's an album. That's what's up. What's going on over here? It was like, it, it was like 
the fight between Tupac and the dude getting a chain while everybody's watching that in the lobby. Mike Tyson is biting Evander Holyfield's ear. Like he's like, y'all just missed craziness inside the ring, but y'all too busy watching what's going on. Like it just didn't, I feel like it drew attention away from oddly enough and not brought attention to because it wasn't like the diss tracks was on. Yeah, that's for you to say that. I mean, it was on the track, but it wasn't like at a level. The diss track, like the the, the one about his son and all that, wasn't like on the album. So it was like, yo, go here to get the diss track. It was like, oh, there's an album, but the diss track is over here. So I'm, I'm running over here. It was literally like a distraction. <laughs> well, I think, but I, I think to Dev's point, I don't know if it was a distraction because Pusha T, Pusha T debuted at number three on the top 100 for Billboard at least. And I think I read somewhere that like infrared, which was really the thing that kicked this all off, at least according to one site, was actually the least streamed song, I think on Spotify from the album. So folks were listening to the other tracks more than infrared. Now, I don't know if that's the same, that the same could be said for like, I'm sure that the, I'm sure that the diss track got more streams than probably yes. everything else. <laughs> but in terms of folks, like what people are listening to on the album, that's a really high for a Pusha T album. And yeah. if Infrared is in fact one of the lowest streaming songs, I think that also says something about people are listening to Pusha T, not just for the beef, but like for for Pusha T. Um, now, again, I mean, I, do I think he benefited from this for just from the beef alone? Absolutely. And there are probably people who listen and will never listen again. But I do think that he, there was something about this where he, you know, maybe it's just all the Kanye stuff and, the, you know, whatever it is, I think he got a lot more kind of notoriety and publicity than he has before. Because even for whatever reason, I don't know what, like, people were really talking about, like, the, the infrared thing, but, like, he took shots at, well, maybe it wasn't Drake. No, yeah, I think, well, he took shots at Wayne for sure on the last album. And mm, yeah. that didn't, that, like, kind of flew under the radar for whatever reason. And so, like, people were asking him about stuff like that, and I'm like, and he's had, you know, he had like the what is it, the Exodus, whatever. Like he's he's had a lot. Like it's been documented that he's been going at Drake for a long time. He even yeah. went at Drake on um he went at Drake on the last album too, where he was talking about the whole Diddy stuff, like how Diddy punched him. Nobody really said anything. Like for whatever reason, I mean, it was none of those were like full songs. But well, for whatever reason, um, Infrared and this album has gained more notoriety than his albums past, and so. And I'll say this, you know, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just, I was just saying, so I don't know why, I don't know exactly what that is because I, but I, for whatever reason, I feel like people paid more attention and maybe it's just the fact that infrared was a full song, but people paid more attention to this yeah. and the distance he had in this album more than they did other albums. That's true. Maybe because Drake responded. <laughs> yeah, but it was a big thing even before he did. I feel like, but maybe, it, I mean, maybe it was right around the same time. It was like less than 25. Well, it was so the maybe same that's what thing. it was. Yeah, it was the yeah. same. And so, um, but that's the thing too. I feel like everybody's following the wave of the internet. Cause if you just Google it, a lot of the suggestions are saying uh, Drake and Pusha T history or 
you know, they, there's the first time the, when you Google Drake versus Pusha T, the first link says, and here's the quick uh, guide to, you know, the history of the beef between uh, Drake and Pusha T. And it goes and dates from 2006 and stuff like that. So I feel like if people are starting to go through those sites and then they listen into the tracks and they get, like you said, people are already going to the album. It's like this stream of different things going on already. So it's just giving him more publicity in the first place. And just knowing, you know, and people, and, and every time you say grinding, everybody knows, oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they remember that. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that, that just kind of, the way he just kind of just had those different dots connected and created this network is just kind of funny to me. That's, that's, that's what I feel is going on. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we'll, I think, I think we'll, we'll wrap for this. Um, but are, do y'all got any, um, any shout outs before we before we hop off of here? And I get some food. I'm hungry. Uh, man. Well, my, my shout out would still be to um to ninth. And I, I said I didn't want to talk I, I didn't talk about it last week because it it literally came out mid um podcast. So um now that I've heard it, I'm impressed. No, I don't mean it in a bad way. Like it's nothing new that Black Thought has bars. That's not brand new. Um, I, I just needed every track to be like the second track. You know, that's just how I am. Yeah, my is never basically Mylon is never satisfied. I'm just not <laughs> not satisfied with, with with happy rap. I need let, apparently let's go. the executive producer. <laughs> yeah. Mylon will happily executive produce anyone's album out there. People submit it to a hip hop run up. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. I mean, you, you definitely, you definitely can because. Um, I got you. Yeah. Uh, young Dev, you got you got any uh, shout outs? Um, I'm just gonna say shout out to to Black Entertainment right now. I just feel like we 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 buzzing right now, and if 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 the if 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 it if it if it if it uh is if it's in the wheel, it will continue and only get bigger right now. So uh, I'm gonna say shout out to Black Entertainment right now. It just seems like uh, we we getting out there and being creators of what's <clears throat> on television and movies and stuff right now and getting good feedback. So I would say we could just keep it up. For sure. Um... I want to shout out, and I apologize, actually. I totally missed this email, um, and so we have not shouted it out uh, when we should have. So this is actually from late April. Um, but we have, uh, the at least the name is on here, is Tiger Dome 24. So if you're listening, uh, shout out to you. He actually sent us a, an email um, responding to our gun control episode, which happened um, – Again, probably late April is when we when we posted it. Um, so I'm not gonna read the full thing on here, but uh, you will get a response, whether via email or uh, on the next uh, episode or, or something of that nature. But just want to make sure that you know we did see it. We apologize about the delay. Um, we did we did see it and appreciate you, um, uh, you know, emailing us and, and getting in contact with us. That's what this is about, as we say all the time. Like this is about conversation and and being able to have dialogue on all these different topics and ways that 
at least I know I'll be wanting to like at work and wherever else, but I, it's, it's harder and harder to find folks who really willing yeah. to go there with you um, on the, uh, go there with you on the, um, on the, on the hip hop topic. So, um, so shout out to, to, to Tiger Dome um, 24 um, and to everybody, man, who, who's ever engaged with us, um, you know, whether it be on Facebook or um, on uh, via email or Instagram, wherever it is, we just appreciate y'all. Um, and so again, if you want to connect with us in any way, we on uh, on on Facebook, Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast, on Instagram at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast, via email hhrtpodcast at gmail dot com, um, and then you can also get every single episode hiphoproundtable.podbean.com um, or on iTunes, Hip Hop Roundtable. Um, so yeah, anything else, fellas? No, I mean, I think, I think that's it. Uh, I think we need we need Cardi B and Nicki Minaj to have a real beef. Brother, <laughs> brother why are you trying to incite more beef amongst black people, brother? It's not beef amongst, they, they're not black, they're hip hop artists. Wow, brother, brother, wow. And on that note. Brother, we could have ended it on a good note, brother. We just going to end it with your favorite rapper told me this just, uh, <laughs> the oj track i thought i was that's what i thought i was supposed to do come on brother what? wait what and now he's gonna use a jay-z line jay-z brother my favorite artist of all time is ice cube number one brother you know the insults being handed like costco samples so you can't you can't expect him uh-huh. to get the, your facts straight. You know what I mean? He yeah, he, no, he never will. Mylon, Mylon will. Uh, yo, and, and and I will say this. Uh, shout out to Dev for sending me this video of this Uh-oh. dude, Daylight, who I believe <laughs> is or was a battle rapper, who apparently is signed to OVR, although I don't know for how much longer after this video he posted about the reason why Drake did not respond. Yo, people, it's 17 minutes. <laughs> and if you want to, just jump to about the seven-minute mark. Pure comedy, <laughs> yo. Pure comedy. Now, I will say, I don't want to get that deep. I don't want to get that deep. Let's just say pure comedy, but put an asterisk there for all the, like, super PC folks who, you know, there's some, yeah. You gotta be, you gotta be black and like, at least understand that when I say pure comedy, it's because I don't actually buy into some of the stereotypes that he talks about within the video. I'll leave it at that. But pure comedy, nonetheless. Um, so shout out to to that, um, and to somebody said just to make Milo mad because we talked about this. Somebody was like, uh, I saw some, I don't know if it was a tweet or a Facebook post or something. They were like. Uh, Soon Kanye's gonna put out an album with no disc and say, <laughs> Did you see this? No, but soon as I heard it, they were like, That is like the most, they're like, Kanye's gonna put out an album with no disc and say, 
just just hear the music and his fans are gonna be like i hear it <laughs> like, i just i, I love I just, it i just so i just i just put out the vibes but it was something ridiculous i was like oh god i will see kanye will do that one day he's, he's gonna do it he's gonna put out a music I'm gonna put out a th- no diss and just say hey, you just have to feel the music have the whole like I'm just seeing the middle part of the CD holder. $15.99 for this. The album, the album of that blank CD, it, the, the whatever oh, album that was Jesus. That that was Jesus. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's I, just, I, I can see that happening. I could also, even though I usually use Drake and LeBron as analogies, this guy is. Kanye is working on getting his own LeBron. Like it, when when people, I didn't realize like not not being funny. Like I really didn't realize when people fall in love with an artist or an athlete, the term they can do no wrong is is it? It's a real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing. Like this dude can make whack music, and it'd be like, yo, it's genius. It's pure. like. The, the melodic tonality of the, like, what? It's trash. It's dopeness. You don't get it. Same thing with, with athletes. Like, they could do, like, not perform well and just be like, listen, B, he gave you this amount of points, this amount of assists. Like, what more do you want? A win, a W. That, Nah, it's not like that's not how it works all the time. Well, I, I will say to, to to make sure I'm quoting this right, I, I had to find it real quick. Somebody said one day Kanye will release an empty CD album and tell his fans to imagine the music, and they'll be like, "I hear it." <laughs> that's, <laughs> that will be Kanye in like 2020. Yeah, uh, I give it 2025. Kanye gonna release it and be like, hey. Nah, you right, 2020. Just imagine the music, son. You gonna say, I'm way ahead of y'all. And it's, <laughs> it's so impactful. Like 25. I'm in 2025 right now. Just it's listen 20. to the horns come in at the three-minute mark. Like, what? Like, what are you, what? <laughs> Kanye, Scooby-Doo. anyway. Scooby. Scooby. Yo, I was so mad because that beat was fire, too. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Was. Anyway, don't make me mad all over again. Um, yeah, that's it. We're going to push our chairs back from the round table, y'all, and then we will holler at y'all in the next one. Yes, Peace. Sir. Peace.